Okay. Hello. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody in this very cold night? Wednesday at 6 o'clock is the magic hour when we have the J-Root radio program from 6 to 7. Your host is Yosef Chaim Schwab on this program called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Niflaot HaTorah, the Pnimiyut HaTorah, the depth, the deep meaning of the Torah. How is everybody on this evening here in New York? That's 10 below zero with the wind chill factor. Maybe 15 below zero with the wind chill factor and 10 degrees above the zero without the wind. Very, very cold night. Now, I hope we have a lot of callers. You know why? Because everybody is home or inside the car or in the office because you're not walking on the street on a night like this. The Parsha is Shamos. And this is Wednesday. Let's see how many people are listening to J. Root Radio. J. Root Radio is online at jrootradio.com. And you can listen to us on a computer or whatever way you hear us. Give us a call because I have some fabulous questions for the Pasha of Shamos. Our number here is 718 718- uh, 683-5858. You know that 718 really is uh, equal to 7 plus 1 is 8, and 8 and 8 is 16, and 1 and 6 is 7. We're not on the radio on the seventh day of the week. And 683 is 17, which is 8. This is infinity. Ain't soft. We are talking about Torah. That's no end. And 5858 is 1313, Hashem's name, 26. 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. Does everyone have that program, that number down? So, 718-683-5858. Or you can call on the hotline, we can listen on the hotline, you can't call. The number on the hotline is 712-432-4217, 712-432-4217, or 718-506-9099. However you listen to us, give us a call here, because we're going to ask you some tremendous questions, only for thinking people. People who are not thinking, better go back to your dinner, because that doesn't take much uh, intelligence to eat. You just have to chew. But if you want to call up and answer some of these fabulous questions, here is the first question. Uh, the name of the Sefer and the name of the Sedra is called Shemos. Does the Sefer of Shemos have another name? Does Voracious have another name? Does Vayikra have another name? Does Bamidbar have another name? And does Devarim have another name? Uh, anyone who understands what I'm asking? Uh, and the Gemara, um, well, sometimes it's Sefer Bereshis, sometimes it's called with another name. Sefer, and it starts with a Gimel. And Shemos, uh, no, Bereshis, Sefer, Hahei Yud, Shin. Um... And Shemos is safer, starts with a gimel. And Vyikros is Toth Choth. That's the Rosh Tavis. Bamidbar is safer, Hey Pei, at the beginning. 
And Dvarim is Mem Tov. Tell me the other names for the Parshas. Now let me ask you. Beresh is Bar Lekim, Eser Shemayim, Ve'esoret. I mean, I'm sorry. Eilish Mos B'nei, Ve'elish Mos B'nei Yisrael. Why do you start out with a Vav? You don't say, and once upon a time, but Beresh you say, Beresh is Bar Lekim, Eser Shemayim, Ve'esoret. Okay, in the middle you can use a Vav, Hachibur, a conjunction. But why do you start out V? Why would you start out? The first word, letter of the first word, of the first puzzle, of the safer you go with end, and these are the names. Why do you do that? Bracious, you can say bracious, barlikim, esther, shemaim, the, esther, okay, middle of a puzzle. Why did you start out, start out shemos with above, hachibur, why? We're beginning of a subject. Why are you, what are you connecting? Next question. Pasig vav, um, well, it says they had Puru, the Yishwitsu, the Yirbu, the six expressions. What does that tell you about the B'nai Yisrael? What does that tell you? And then it says, a new king came over Egypt. Melech Chodosh, Asher lo yoda et Yosef. Yosef, who was uh, a king for 80 years, and he stopped the hunger. You mean there was a new king over Egypt? They never heard of Yosef? Do you think there's a president of the United States who never heard of George Washington? How is this possible? The May, they loved Yosef. Everybody loved him. He stopped the hunger. His father stopped the hunger. And he was for 80 years a, a king. How could they not know Yodas Yosef? How is it possible? How is an American president? I don't care what president. They all heard of the first one called George Washington. All right. Let me ask you something else. They um, built for Pharaoh Pisom and Ramses. What does the word Pisom mean? Otherwise, they wouldn't put it in the Torah if it doesn't mean anything. And Ramses. Um, and what did the Jews work with? Chemar u Levenim. What is Chemar and what is Levenim? Uh, then there was these Jewish, well, there was Yaldos Hamer Ivrios, women who helped the Jewish give, people give birth. Lamiyaldos Ho Ivrios. What is their name? Each one has two names, a secret name and an open name. Who were the Miyaldos or Ivrios? Who were they? They have a Goyesha name and a Jewish name. Who are the Miyaldos or Ivrios? Were they Jews or Goyim? Um, now, next question. Um, um, Moshe had to run away for his life. Why? And where did he go? He went to a place called Midian. Could you tell me if that's next to Egypt or 1,000 miles away or 50 miles away? What's the country called Midian today? And he had to run there. Why did he have to run? What did he do bad? And how old, well, how old was he when he came to the Jewish people? And how old was he when he had to run away? How many years in between? Ah, then he met his wife. What's her name? Where did he meet her? In a store? In a jungle? In a desert? In a house? In a city? What is her name? Who's her father? Mm. Then he had two children. What's their names? Mm. Then the king of Egypt died, but he really didn't die. So why do you tell me he died? He didn't die at all. Why, why do you say that if it's not true? The Torah always tells the truth. He died. It's not true. It said he didn't die. So why do you...
Does anybody know what that means? Does anyone have an idea? And if he died, why are the Jews sad? They should be happy. They groaned. Why not? They were happy. Why not? Why not? Why are you sad when the Russia died? Hmm. Another question. Um, the daughter of Pharaoh didn't like her father's religion. She went down to the Nile to take a swim. Why did she take a swim there? What did she find in the Nile? A diamond? How come the alligators didn't eat her? The Nile has alligators and crocodiles. What did she see in the Nile River? And what did she do about it? And what did she see? What's her name? And why does what she found in the river have to do with her name? What was her name? What was she doing at the river? Was she wicked or good? Mm, mm. And how old was Moshe when he was born? <laughs> how old was Moshe when he was weaned, when he stopped drinking milk? How old was he? Who was his mother? What happened when he was, after he stopped drinking, what happened? Where did he live? What cheder did he go to? And why did they call him Moshe? Anybody have an idea? Anybody know why they call him Moshe? And then Moshe was 80 years old, and he went into the desert, and he saw something burning. What was that thing burning? Where was the place where he saw the burning thing? How do you spell that word, that burning thing? And, um... So Hashem says, I want you to go to Mitzrayim and tell, tell Father to lay, let the B'nai Yisrael out. Moshe said, they won't believe me, the Jews. How was Moshe punished for that? Then Hashem told him, in this place where you see this burning bush, there's going to be a, a mountain and it has six names. Can you tell me one or two names of the mountain where he saw the burning bush? And how do you say burning bush in Hebrew? Okay, Nisim, we can open the phones now. Let's see if we have any callers. Oh, we have Toby in there. Hmm? Yeah, Toby? Okay, Toby, you're number one. Is this Toby? Shani, Shani. Hello? Shani, okay, Shani. Shani, you're on the air. Shani. Oh, Shani, that's even better, Shani. That's great, Shani. What would you like to say? I want to answer the question to Paruvayishatu, why it says it. Yeah. What does it mean? So it means that they had six babies at a time because it's six Oshonos. Oh, six. It means the lady gave birth to six children at one shot, right? Yeah. And let's say a couple years later she has another birth. So now they have 12, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have, a, let's say, a couple years later another. They have 18, right? I'm not so good at math. Well, six and six and six, you know what that is. Mm-hmm, right. 18. Let's say the man has two wives. The Jew is allowed to have more than one wife. So he has two wives, same age, giving birth at the same time. After three or four years, he has 18 times two. He has 32 kids. Mm-hmm. The man's only married four years. Don't you think Pharaoh was normal for getting crazy? There's so many Jews around here taking mm-hmm. over the world, the country. He was 100% no- right. There's, wherever we look, there's Jews. Well, they have six for Keres because it says, six expression. They had Shisha B'Keres Echad. That means they had six children at one time. So Pharaoh was getting crazy. Hey, these guys, we've got to do something about it. We have to get rid of them. Very good. You want to answer any other questions? Yeah. The, I think that um, Boratius is, is 
Safer Hayatira. Ooh, very good. Keep going. What? Keep on going. That's right. Safer Hayatira, uh, or they call it Safer Brio. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I forgot Shmos. What about Shmos? You don't? It's no, called Safer Hayatira. The Geula means the books when they got out of Mitzrayim. What is Vayikra? Um, I don't know. Torah, Kohanim, the law Kohanim, of the Kohanim right, and yeah, the Korbanos. Yeah. And Bamidbar? I don't know. I forgot all, right. all them already. All right, that's called Sefer HaPkudim because they counted them in the beginning of Bamidbar. And the Vardim is called, everybody knows that, it's called Mishnah. Torah. Right, Mishnah, repetition of the Torah. Very right. good. Uh, Chani, I'm glad you called me. How cold is it over there in Brooklyn? Oh, it's freezing. I, I know, below freezing. Do you know how many degrees is freezing? Um, no, 30-something, I don't know. 30-something, right, 32 degrees. But if you lived in Europe, what would they call 32? What do they call that in South America? Every place but America Celsius, and England. What they call it zero. Celsius, or cell, cell uh, what do you call it? Celsius, or, and we have it 32 is zero. It's the same as... We have 32, they have you zero. You think it was called the Matayan? What? You think it was called the Matayan? Matsuyan, oh, you what? Matsuyan, that's an excellent person. That's you, you're Matsuyan, you know everything. Okay, no, thank you for Matayan. calling, honey. Okay. Who's next? Hello. Hello. You, who know you on? I want to answer why the Yemen weren't happy when, when the king died. Oh, because, very good. Because he was taken over by his son, who was even worse. Taken over by his son. Now, I'll tell you something. I would like to say you're right, but I can't, because that's not what the Chazal tell us. Not what Rashi says. He, they were very sad when he died. First of all, he didn't die, said Rashi. So why did he say he died? And number two, if he died, why aren't they happy? Why are they uncle? Why are they groaning? Why are they sad? No, it's nothing to do with his son. First, you've got to tell you, say Rashi. Then you can give all the other answers you weren't. Without Rashi, you're not, you can't live. Rashi tells you to shot. So it says, after many years, it says he got saras on his body, and the doctors say the only way you cure saras is to bathe in blood. So you take those Jewish kids, they're not worth anything, they're just like nothing. Shech 250 in the morning and 250 in the afternoon and 500 a day and bathe in their blood and you'll be cured. Some say 150 in the morning, 150 in the evening, 300. Some say 250, 250 is 500. That's what it means. They groaned because they were killing Jewish kids. And if he really died, they'd be happy. Because he really didn't die. He got saras. And we say in the Torah that a person that saras, he's like a dead man. Because if you don't do tshuva, you're going to die. And uh, that's why I call him a, a, a vayomas. Okay, what else would you like to say? Can I answer the, que- um, the question of who the midwives were? Oh, tell me, yeah. Tell me, who were the midwives? Shifra and Pua, that's what they referred to as the guy, by the guy. And Shifra was really a heaven, and oh. Pua was Miriam. Oh, who was your heaven? Moshe Rabbeinu's mother. How old was she when she got Moshe? Not sure. 30, 40, 50, 60? Oh, how I tell you how old she was. One hundred and thirty. That was bigger than uh, Sarah. She was only ninety. So why doesn't the Torah? The Torah tells me that night Sarah was ninety. So if Yochebed was one hundred thirty, you should certainly tell me that in the Torah. 
Why does the Torah tell me that? Oh, why not? That's a secret. I want nah, not a secret. I want anybody who's listening to me night tonight on J Root Radio. If ninety is in the Chumash for Sarah, hundred and thirty, which is much more, forty years older. That's not mentioned in the Torah at all. The Medrashim got to tell you that. Why don't you want to mention that as much older than Sarah was? Don't you want to tell us how big a nace that was? A 130-year-old woman got a baby? Mm-hmm. Very good. What else would you like to answer? Nothing. Very good. Thank you for calling Yehuda. Next caller, please. No more callers. It's too cold. The telephone line froze. Let me tell you something, your voice side. The mother, the mother of... Um, Moshe was 130 years old when she gave birth to Moshe. You know why the Torah doesn't mention it? I'll tell you why. You know, about Jewish people, one question answers another question. You know why they don't mention that she was 130? How come they don't mention when after 40 years the Yardane split? The Yamsuf split 40 years earlier. And when Yeshua went over with everybody, the whole Yardane split. Why don't they mention that? I'm going to tell you the answer to both questions. It's the same answer. Once a nace happens, a certain type of nace happens, it's not repeated in the Torah. Getting, getting a baby at 90 is unbelievable, and 130 is also unbelievable. But once the precedent, a chidush was made, that a person at 90 can have a baby, and you can be 500 years old, also have a baby. Once there's a chidush, a new thing happened, even though it's a little older, but the same thing, a little bit greater, but the same idea, you never mention it. The Yamsuf split, that never happened in the history of the world. That a, a, a lake, a yam, a sea splits, you go by, and when you're finished, it closes up and drowns the people behind you. So the yam so split, and now 40 years later, Yardane split. Some say they walked on top of the water in, in the Yardane. They walked on top of the water, yeah. They walked on top of the water. How is that possible? Uh, how is it split? Splitting is also possible? Just splitting for that one minute, hour, whatever, and then it goes back together, that's also nice. So if it can split, you can walk on top of it. Now, that's, yeah, and at least whenever you have a call, you can interrupt. Now, let me ask you, I asked some questions in the beginning. The Sefer Bereshis is called Sefer Ha, yeah, Habriel. Sefer Hayatzira is not exactly, that's a different Kabbalistic Sefer. Bereshis is not called Bereshis by Chazal, it's called Sefer Ha, Ha, Habriel, the creation of the world. Shemos is Hagulah, getting out. English translation of Shemos, it doesn't say names. It calls it Exodus. Exodus means getting out. And Bereshus is Genesis, because Bereshus means in the beginning. Genesis means in the beginning. And then Mayiko is called Torah Kahanim. It can only be a coin if you're from Shevet Levi. That's why in English it's called Leviticus. It's not English, it's Latin. Only Levi can do Corbonus. Kohen is a type of lady. All right, then uh, by Midbar is called called the Book of Numbers because that's what in Hebrew Sefer HaPakudim. Pakud is the number, and um, numeri they call that in Latin. Numeri numbers and Sefer Devarim is called Mishnah Torah, repetition of the Torah. So that's called in Latin Duo Deuteronomy. Duo two Deuteronomy repeating over the second time. Mm, Deuteronomy, that's exactly what it means, Mishnah Torah. Um, now, do you know that if you, you know that every person listening to me, if you're, you know, from Yid, you have to be Mavra Sedra every 
week, a Friday, or before Friday, you have to marvel the sedra. You have to repeat the sedra, at least simple, without any, at least the words you have to know. Do you know that in the letters, ve'ele, it tells you about marvel sedra, vov alef lamed hey, shin mem vov tov, ve'ele shemos. You know, that's the Russia Tavis. Every letter stands for a word. Vov alef lamed hey. It tells you about being marvel the sedra. How's that? Listen to me. Ve chayev, Adam, Lavar, Hasedra. Now, Shmos. Shnai Mikov Echotargum. Benei, Benigin Noe Yofum, with the proper trup. Yisrael, Yechia Shonim Rabus Aruchim Laodom. You'll live a long, healthy, wonderful life. That's what these letters mean. So now you have, and you tell your person, say, very good, how come you say it now? Why don't you say it at the beginning of Bereshus? Because you got to be Marvitus Sedra starting from 12 weeks ago. Simchastoro, when we finish there, when, that when you start Bereshit, you don't marvel the from Bereshit. You start from Bereshit. From the first uh, Sedrum, first Parashim. So why don't you tell me over there? Why don't you find some kind of remnants over there? They've got to be marvel the Why over here? Three months later, because Bereshit has 12 Sedras. That's three months later. Do you know why? Because here, the Balaturim says, we're talking about repetition. The Ela, and these are the names we just mentioned last week, and by Yechi, we're saying it again. Oh, repetition? Good. You'll live a long life. Very long. Do you know that being Mavisedra increases your life? Does anyone listening to me know one other thing that gives you extra years? There's six things. Can you tell me another thing that's marich yomim, that makes you live longer? Marv Seder is one. Ma'avir means over, you go over, ayin vavresh. You ma'avir the sedra, before you get to Shabbos, before you get to Friday night. Marv Seder gives you a richaz yomim, man yirbu yomeichem. Is there anything else that gives you a richaz yomim? Yes, I can think of two other things. All right, that's one of the questions. Uh, Nisim, if you have any callers, put them right on. And if not, we keep on talking. All right, Pisom and Ramses. You know why it's called Pisom? They're big, where, they build store cities. That means what we call warehouses. Some warehouses are very big. They can take up a block, and they can be 100 feet tall. They can hold millions of things. So Pisom comes in word in Hebrew. Pitom. Instantly when it was finished, it collapsed. So they said, oh, Jewish boy, man, oh, isn't that a shame? Why don't you build it again, or, or we will beat you up? And they did it over and over again. That's called perach. They beat him with, they punished him with perach, a very soft mouth. Why don't you do that again, Mr. Jewish boy, man? If you don't do it, we beat you up. They made him do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over. That's called, because as soon as they finish, pitom, right away it's, it collapsed. What about Ram says? Ram says they made him build it on a very shaky yesod. So once, once the building was tall, it collapsed. Both mean this almost the same thing. Pitom and Ram says. And Ram says, if you have, anybody knows math, it's 430 gematria. That's exactly how long they spent in Mitzrayim. Ah, uh, it's only 210. I told you last week, Mitzrayim. You have who? Levi. Levi. I want to finish. I want to finish it. They spent in Mitzrayim 430 years. It says that when they got out of Mitzrayim after 430 years. Not true. 210. From the time that he was born. 
Yitzchak. Already they were in Sar. They were laughing at Yitzchak. That's why his name is Yitzchak, to laugh. They've been laughing at us for thousands of years. You see, but we have the last laugh, because they're going to be gone at the end, and we'll be here. So Yitzchak means to laugh. So they were in Tsar. Mitzrayim is not only Egypt. It could be Germany. It could be Spain, Poland, Russia. Any country where they give you Tsar. So 430 years, starting with the birth of Yitzchak, and 30 years before Yitzchak, Hashem told Avraham, before 30 years before he was 100. At 70, to add it together, 30, 190, 210, 430 years. So Ramses is the end of that horrible experience that started at 430 years before. Okay, Navy, you're on the air. Go ahead. Go ahead, Navy, you're on the air. Navy, hello. All right, nope, next caller. No caller? Okay. Now, let me tell you something else. You, when you have a next caller, you can, you know, interrupt. Let me tell you, it says, These are the names of the Menezer that are coming. Yaakov has been dead a hundred years, uh, more than that, 120 years. What do you mean is coming? should say, that came 120 years ago. Ooh, what means Haboim? Answer, they're coming out now. Six shisha bekeres echem. In the last few years, when they were beating them up and killing them and shooting them, that's when they really increased. They had shisha bekeres echem only at the end. The more they tortured them, the more they beat them, the more they grew. And the and 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 uh, you know, it's a very interesting thing. After the Second World War, people have more children than before. There's more children born today to, from Jews. That was born. That was uh, born before 1939. The average person had three kids, two, three, four. From, from Jews have 12 kids today: 14, 16, 11, 9, 12. How come? Because we were tortured so much in Germany. Six million Jews from Germany and Poland and Russia. Now Hashem gave a bracha that people have more children than they ever had before. Look at all the Gedolei Israel for the last hundred years. They only had two kids: three, four, maybe four. Now we have 10, 12. Average person can have 9, 8, 10, 12. I have very few kids. I have 8. Someone told me, you can't move to New York. I came from outside of New York. You can't move to this place in New York unless you have 12 kids. I said, is that right? I've never heard of that rule. But anyhow, I have more than my father has. All my brothers and sisters have more than the father. It's a brach Hashem gave to this door that we are increasing. And the fry Jew is not increasing because they only have 1.3 kids. We have 12 or 9 and 11. And we're definitely, in Israel, the Shilonim are fearing two things, the Arabs and the from Jews, the Haredi. Because the Haredi have 10, 12 kids, and, and the Muslims have 10, 12 kids. But the Shiloni have one and a half kids, average. Sure, they're afraid. They should be afraid. Just like Pharaoh was afraid that there were so many hidden around, he, could, he couldn't stand it. He was getting crazy. All right, any more, any callers? Hello? Hello. Are we on the air? Hello. Hello. Yeah, can I Are we on the air? I don't know. Hello. Uh, no one's calling. We're on the air. you got to keep a live mic. Otherwise, I think I'm disconnected. I would hang up. Okay. Let us and now go further. <sighs> they may had to work with Hamar Ulevenim. Hamar is clay. Uh, Usher A. Uh, what that means? What it means? Usher E. What does that mean? H. Oh, Usher H. Okay. Oh, yeah. I know him. 
Usher H. Go ahead, Usher. Listen, I wanted to answer the question of Marach um, Yomim. Uh, Rikas Yomim. What other Richard things do you got Rikas Yomim from? One of them is um, Kibbut of the Aim. Right, that's number one. That's two. All right. Uh, What's number I don't know all six of them, but the other one, uh, I, I don't know if I did the other four, but these two that I've done, the Kibbut of the Aim and also the uh, Shluach HaKain. 100% right. Kibbut of the Aim is one. Shluach HaKain, two. Amar Sedra three. There's more. I want ah, to tell you what. I was thinking, says, what, what's another reason... What's huh? another reason for Marvin the Sedra that was mentioned in this particular Sefer Shemos? Right. Because we, we we have the Torah in this in this in this part in this uh, in this uh, Sefer. But so what? You have to repeat Shemoshes also. Every Sparsha. The no, only reason the, is save, is the Torah was given in this. I know, but you have to say Bereishis before the Torah is given. You have to say that part also. No, but the, why would the reason they give it is only because the subject matter um, is uh-huh. the Ela, repetition of last week. <laughs> last week we mentioned all the Yidin. Now we mentioned again. Because Hashem loves Yisrael. Oh, you love Hashem? Repeat the Sedra, Marva Sedra. It's only because the subject of the first Pesach is Vav Ve'ela. He just did it last week. Why do you have to repeat the same names? Answers, Hashem loves Yisrael. Oh, you love the Torah? Repeat it. That's why it, now, the short goes for Bereshis, but it's only mentioned here because the subject matter of the first Pesach is repetition, Chazorah. That's why. Ah, but we have to do Chazorah with all the learning. All the parshas, but you, but you're reminded about it here. The Balaturim said this is a good reminder because we're talking about Chazorah. That's all. All right. What else with your life? This man, Rabbi Sai Usher, knows the Tanakh very well. No, Can you answer I. some of the other questions? <laughs> you know that he's he's laughing, but he's a very big bucky in Tanakh. He can speed read through Tanakh in one hour. What you takes you three days. He'll do it in one hour, and he knows a lot of words. You know what he knows, this man, Usher H? He knows there's three words in all of Tanakh that have 11 letters and seven <laughs> havoros. There's, there's, there's three words that have 11 letters. Only three. There may be the more, but he picked out three. I don't think there's more. And each one of them have, uh, yeah, there's one in Chumash. Uh, you, ever, you ever see a Hebrew word with 11 letters? There's only three. There's about 36 that have 10 letters. And he knows them. And uh, so can you answer any more of these questions? Like, uh, uh, I, I want to answer the question about uh, Moshe being punished. That yeah. he thought that, that the Yidin would not believe him. Right. All right? That, that, that the reason that they wouldn't believe him is because they were told that it would be 400 or 430 years. And now right. it's only going to be 210 years, and right. they wouldn't believe him. Correct. But... but because he told Hashem that they wouldn't believe him, this was a a, a Hara. And according to some Chazal, the, the Moshe was punished by not going to Eretz Israel because of the Lashon Hara that he said right there. Some, I don't know if that was, I think that's not the reason. It told specifically why you're not going over. Because no, of the main particularly. Movie. There were many reasons, but there's one, there's one Medrash that mentioned that the Lashon Hara was was the main thing, and especially since it happened first. That the other well, things, he could have done tshuva, but, but the other things piled what up the, on what, him. What's another punishment Moshe got because of Lashon Hara? The what? I didn't hear. Well, right away when Moshe spoke Lashon Hara in this week's Pasha, something happened to him immediately, that second. Uh, over here, well, he had a difficulty. We, know, we learned that 
one of the um, puzzles for Russian horror is that um, it's Tsaras, that the people who got Tsaras right. um, uh, were the ones who were, were saying Russian horror. So mo- that was the mo- second item. The Russian horror is the Yetzirah, and the Yetzirah is the epitome of a snake, so to speak, in the Odomarisha, that the snake is like the Yetzirah. So the Yetzirah and Russian horror is the same. So first Hashem told him to throw down a snake, and then him a snake, and most running away. And Hashem showed him that he said Russian horror, and he's showing the snake, which is the Yetzirah. Did Moshe get any right on the spot here? When he said they won't believe me, that that also he put his hand in the in, in his um, in his uh, coat and he took it out and it was and it was Taras. Yeah, he got lashon hara on his hand right on the spot because it says in the Torah when you talk lashon hara you get Taras. So he got it on his hand for one minute. Then Hashem tell him put your hand under your jacket there and take it out and he got Taras. Put it back in, take it out, it's cured. So Moshe didn't get the regular tzaras, because the minimum tzaras is seven days. Seven it days, It could be 21 right. days. So, but he did get tzaras instantly, because he spoke Lashonar against the Jewish people. They won't believe me. Hashem says, how do you know? Well, they're on the 49th level of Tumah. I know, but deep, 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 deep down, they will believe you. And they did, and therefore Moshe got, uh, got tzaras, and he never spoke Lashonar again. And Miriam, his sister, spoke Lashonar years later. She got punished. And Aaron got punished for Lashon Haram. Do you no, know about biggest, You know, only the biggest tzaddikim in the world gets Saras. No Saras ever came to any person except six people. David HaMelech, Uziyoh Melch Yehuda, two, and Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam, that's five. Five. And David HaMelech for six months. And everybody else, like Naaman, the Geisha uh, general, he got leprosy. Because uh, Elisha yeah, told him, jump in the river. And it'll be cured. That's not how you cure Tzaraz. You don't jump in any river. You do tshuva. So um, the, the um, Lama get what you call Tzaraz. And that Gehazi, because uh, he lied to Elisha, also got um, leprosy. You die from leprosy. You don't die from Tzaraz. You do tshuva, and Hashem saves, saves you. This is the whole discussion. The Mayan Beis Hashem talks about it. My father's saver. Only six people in the world ever got Tzaraz. And you have to be a tzaddik tomim to get tzaraz, because it's a nega. Hashem is touching you, which means you have to be a very big tzaddik to get tzaraz. And the average person doesn't get tzaraz. You may get leprosy, looks like it, and you die from it because you can't cure it. Um, but anyhow, so but if you couldn't come into Eretz Yisrael after 40 years, there the Torah tells you the reason. tells you specifically because you, you, um, you, you hit the... the uh, the rock instead of talking to it. Right, he didn't write. He didn't do what Hashem told him. Right. Very good. Usher H., I'm very happy you called. It's an honor to talk to you all the time. Bill O'Dai. Because you know, what you, you know something. You're one of those big Tamidi Chachamim. No, Bill O'Dai. Bill O'Dai. Okay. Thank you so much, Usher. I don't know. I just, I, 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 try, I try my best. I don't know. I know. And that's the great people always play themselves down. That's why a guy said once, I'm nothing, and I'm a nothing. I'm the biggest nothing in the world. I'm a garnishment, a garnish. The guy told me, you're a big Balgaiva. Because no, if you're the biggest the nothing, that you're ready I something feel special. That I, need, I feel that I need to, to learn and know more. And we all I, do that. That's why the greatest <laughs> scholars call a Talmud. 
Chacham. Moshe is the greatest Talmud Chacham. Because compared to Hashem, you know nothing. And me, and Moshe knows nothing at all also. Compared to other people, he's the biggest. Yeah, I know, but compared to Hashem, like a guy says, you know, I'm richer than you. You make 40 grand, I make 80 grand. But the 80 grand guy's poor compared to the guy who makes 500 grand. So it all depends what you compare it to. Moshe was the greatest yid in the world, no more than anybody else. But to Hashem, he was only a human being. That's why he considered himself a Talmud of the ultimate Chacham. That's Hashem. And the more that if you think you know something, you're not good. If you know, think you know nothing, then you're a great Talmud Chacham. Because Can I mention I, Havdil, Einstein said, the more I learn, the more ignorant I become. <laughs> yeah. Because he realized how much there is to learn. That's a Chacham, you see? Okay, Archer H. Can I mention one other, one other important thing? Oh, my, make it fast. We have Russian horror and angle on this Parsha Shamos. Yeah. And I just want to point out that one of the main reasons of the fasting of Shogavim, yeah. or even if you don't fast, that you try to do tshuva, it, yeah, we talk about uh, different You've got to make it fast. i got to go to the next The main call. thing is the Russian horror. And That's it's a very it. difficult and, thing. And no sinas, chinam, and no Russian horror. Thank you so much. That's right. All right, any more callers? Of Shogavim. Yeah, any more callers? Who? Hearth, go ahead. You're on the Hello? air. Who Hello? is this, Hearth? What's your first name? Schneer Zalman. Schneer Zalman, oh. Schnee or Zalman, go ahead, Schneer Zalman. Um, could you ask me a question? Sure. What was Moshe's mother's name? Um, yeah, um... Yeah, when she had Moshe, how old was she? 18, 12, um, or 20? I think 20? I was before 130. 130, right. And what was Moshe's father's name? Uh-huh. And who was his sister's name? Um, uh, Mo- Moshe's mister, sister? Miriam. Miriam, and who was his wife's name? What? His wife's name? Okay. And what's his kid's name, her children, of Moshe? Who? I can't hear you. You have to speak into the phone, and I can't hear you. You mean Gershom and Eliezer. Right. 100% right. Shner Zalmi, you're a very smart guy. Thanks for calling. Who else? Who's next? Okay, nobody. All right, listen, Boyce. Yeah. Boyce, you know what yeah, it said? Yeah, I'll ask you another question. Um, yeah. What was the name of Pharaoh's daughter that saves Moshe's life? Basia. Yeah. Huh? Oh, does and where was Moshe? Uh, and was he floating on a raft? What was where? What was he in? Um, um, I can't hear you. You're not talking clear. Um, uh, I think it's in Chumash. I don't know. What, what was he in? What was he floating? Was he on a piece of wood? What was he in? What was he in? Well, I know, but what was he in? What kind of a bed was he floating on? Uh, a basket. A basket? How do you call a basket in Hebrew? Um, a table. A table. Do you know the word table and basio is the same letters? She what? was called Basio because she took pulled Moshe out of the table, the same letters. Yeah. And what was she doing at the Nile? Was she just swimming? Yeah. Um, I was keeping number one. 
she had a um uh, I heard that she she wanted to that. I heard that I heard that she actually wanted to become a yellow. That's why I said she was Tovel in the Nile River, which every natural body of water is a good mikvah. So she was Tovel. She wanted to get away from her father's religion, and she wanted to become a Jew. She was yeah. Tovel. Every yeah. gear has to be Tovel. She's a Gayuris, and she was Tovel, and she did one mitzvah she found, did another mitzvah. She found Moshe in a table, in a box. So the Torah calls her Basyo Tevel, same letters. Very good. Thank you so much, Shneir Zalman. Let's go to the next caller. Okay. No more. Okay. Now let me tell you this from voice. Eilish Shmos Bnei Yisrael. It says, these are the names of the Bnei Yisrael. So it says, you know why they got out of Mitzrayim? Because they didn't change their names. Loshino es Shemam and Malbusham, their clothes, and Lashonam, they all spoke Hebrew. Wait a minute. That can't be true. Because Moshe dressed up like a guy. Ish Mitzri. The daughters of Yisra said, he saved us, this Goisha man. He dressed in Goisha clothes. So how could you tell me that's so important to have Jewish clothes? And also, how come Tanoim in the Mishnah have Goisha names? Like, um, in, in Pirka Ovos, um, uh, Antignos, that you can't get more Goisha than that. That's a Greek name, Antignos. And in and, and in Tosfos and Brochus, Rabbeinu Albert. What about that? And what about Popeye? The Papus, the Popeye, all Goisha names. So what's this whole thing about having a Jewish name? A Tosfos, his name is Rabbeinu Albert. And 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 uh, Antignos Ish Sochel. A Goisha name like that. Why don't you call him Shimon, David, Chaim, Shlomo, whatever his name is. Why do you have to go to Mishnah and Birka Why don't you? Why are you proud to have a Goisha name? Even about Shuba, who's called Charlie or Harry, when he gets from, he calls himself Chaim or David. Or, he doesn't have the word Chuck or Chet or, or, or he has a Jewish name. So how come in the Mishnah they have people? Many. He's just one, I'm telling you. Many. Papus and Papai and Albert. Albert. So they didn't get out of Mitzrayim because they didn't change their name. What does that mean? Is that true? And what about Malbush? There's no law in the Shulchan Aruch. You have to have a Jewish uh, clothes. Moshe was wearing Goisha clothes because the daughter said, Ish Mitzri. He looks like a Jewish guy. And what about Lashonam? You know that Moshe spoke in, in the, to the Yidin in the Midbar. He didn't speak Hebrew to them. He spoke Egyptian because that's what he understood. When Hashem spoke to Moshe, the Torah, he said it over exactly in Lashon HaKodesh. But when he was explaining it to them, like the Gemara here, we, in America, you explained it in English. And in Russian, Poland, you explained it in Yiddish. That's not a Jewish language. Or in German, you explained it in German. Or in, in, in Farsi, if you're a Persian, you explained it in Farsi. The Yidin who came out of Mitzrayim didn't know Lashon HaKodesh. Moshe had to tell them when Hashem spoke to them. Those words in the Chumash... Moshe, they heard of Hashem or Moshe spoke to him, but when they talked between each other, they only spoke to Egyptian. That's why Hashem had to say the Sersa Dibros in the Goisha language. Anochi is not a Jewish word. Look at the Farshim. It stands for Ankh. Ankh is an Egyptian word that means mm, eternal one. Ankh. If you take the Aleph and the Nun and the Chaf and the Yud, Anochi, and take off the Yud at the end, you can put a Chirik under the Chaf. It's still Anochi. If you take them. Olive, make it like an olive with a V, you know, to the left. At, um, and then you make a vertical line for the nun and a chaf 
for the chaf and turn the thing 90 degrees to the left, it looks like a V, horizontal line, and a U. That's called an unk. And in the 60s and the colleges, they used to wear unks. Every guy wore an unk. And that means eternal life in Egyptian. And that's the uh, Mepharshim, and talk about it, on the Ochi Zagoy, because they didn't know Hebrew. He wanted to tell them, Pharaoh's not an Ankh, eternal life. I am Le'olam Vo'ed. Anochi Hashem Lekecha. Look at Mepharshim, Anochi's not a Jewish word, it's a Goyish word. So that shows you how little Hebrew they knew. Only what Moshe, when he gave over the Torah, he had to say it in the exact language of Lashon HaKodesh. But, you know, and today in Israel, they don't speak Lashon HaKodesh. They speak Ivrit. How can I prove to you that? You can know Lashon HaKodesh perfectly. I'll put a newspaper in front of you. I'll give you a $100 bet. You won't be able to understand one headline. You'll know one word or two, but you won't know what the headline is saying because Ivrit is completely different than Lashon HaKodesh. Lashon HaKodesh is a style. It's a style of Lashon of Ivrit. It's only in Tanakh. No place else in the world do you find Lashon HaKodesh. Only in Signon Tanakhi, a, a Tanakh style of Hebrew. Moshe never spoke to the people like that. When he repeated the Torah, he spoke in Lashon HaKodesh. But when he talked Stam, he spoke Egyptian. That's what they understood. Horaya, they didn't even know what Anochi meant. Hashem had to give it in a Goyesha word. That's what the Chazal tell us. Okay. So now, the Mashal says, uh, Nisim, if there's any um, calls, whoever you are, the, uh, the Mesadran, tell me if there's any calls. Look, it says that they didn't change the Shmum, the Malbush, and the Lashonim. So it says the Mashal, don't take this literally, because there's no Avera for having a Goyesha name, there's no Avera for having Goyesha clothes, and there's no Avera for having a, speaking a Goyesha language. So what means Loshino as Shmum, Malbushim, and Lashonim? Listen to what the Mashal, Arishon, says. Shmum means you kept Shabbos. Because today when you meet a person and you want to know if he's religious, you don't say, does he wear shotness? Or does he um, eat chol of Yisrael? Yes, is he Shomer Shabbos? Ah, if you're not a Shomer Shabbos, you're not functional Jew. You're a biological Jew, but you're not really functional. So Shema means Shomer Shabbos, says the Mashal. Malbush is the clothes you wear all the time. You can't take it off. That's your bris milah. And Lashonam means, do you speak to God? Do you pray? Are you, da- do you daven? In any language, you can talk to God. So where do you see that in the words over here in the Pasuk? Look. Ace Yaakov Ish. The last letter is Shabbos. Ace, the last letter is tough. Yaakov Ish. Shabbos. Mm. Where do you get the word uh, Shemos from the word Shemos? And where do you get Milo? Ooh, Yisrael Haboim. First and last letters. Ha Milo. Ha Milo. Mi. Oh, no, not Ha. Milo. Mem Yud Lamad Hey. So you have Milo, you have Shabbos, you have the name Shemos. And where do you say Tefillah? Ooh, the Tefillah means, do you praise Hashem? The Eilish Shemos, B'nei Yisrael the last letters spell Ha-Tehillim, praises. Not the Sefer Tehillim. Do you praise God? Do you talk to Him? Do you talk to Him? Do you thank Him? Ha-Tehillim, do you, Tehillah, do you praise Hashem? So Tefillah is mentioned here, and Malbush, and your name, it means Shabbos, Brismila, and Tefillah. So much information in one little word. So now we go further back in our posture here. Let's ask some more questions. Uh, we have 10 minutes left. 
the sixth name for Har Sinai. Does anyone know we even two names for Har Sinai? Call me at this number right here, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858, You know 5858 is Hashem's name? Five and eight is 13, and five and eight is 13. How much is that together? Two thirteens. That's it. You're Kei And 683, that means uh, Torah is forever. Six and eight is 14, and three is 17. One and seven is eight. Eight is Asad Lavo, forever, never, 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 never. And 718 is it's called Mitzvah Katan. You add the digits. You do not add the zeros. Seven, one is eight, and eight is 16. One is six is seven. We're not on the seventh day of the week, J-Root Radio. So 718 is, means we're not on Shabbos. 683 means we talk about Torah that lasts forever. And 5858 is Hashem's name. Every word in the Torah is Hashem's name in a different form. Every single word in the Torah is Hashem's name because Hashem gave the Torah to Moshe. So, Shemuel... We say we have a caller called Shmuel. Go ahead. Yes, you mentioned before that the Marshal was a Risha? Mm, I think he's a Risha. I don't think so. I think he's an Achman? Yeah. Uh, maybe he was on the border there 500 years ago. That's when it oh, changed. The, the Beshelsa was the last of the Risha, and I think it's more right, after the last of And he came after? Yes, uh, maybe I'm very glad you told me. I I wasn't sure, but I know it's somewhere around because Yosekaro uh, was 500 years ago in the year 1500. So it was maybe a little bit after Yosekaro. Correct. I uh, thank you so much. What what else would you like to say? Oh no, I just said that's what just comment on. <laughs> okay. What about the six names of Har Sinai? Do you know them? No. I want Har How wants Har Right. No, no, no. It's Har Sinai, Har Har and each one of these words has a reason. Har because it's Midas Hadin. The Toshe Bixav is Midas Hadin. The Toshe Balpeh is called Midas Arachimim, and that's why the Gemara says Rachman Omer. In the Torah Shabbat, let's say the Torah says, Mechaleha most Yumos. You Mechal Shabbos, you put him to death. Almost they never put anybody to death. Come on, never. Because they want to find, does the guy know what Avery he did? Does he know where it's written? Did, was he warned three times? Did he do it within two seconds of the, of the warning? Does they aid him? Are they 100% Shomer Torah Mitzvah to aid him? So Kamat, they never killed anybody. Very seldom. A Bezden that kills one person in 70 years is called, what do they call him, Ratzchanim or son Ratzchanim? They were very vicious because they should really try to get the guy, uh, um, not Chai, but Zakai. Free. Hashem can get rid of you if he wants. He doesn't need a bezin, you know. But mm-hmm. if you're trying to, trying to find a schus on a person, everybody. But the but the Torah says mechalel most you must mechal shabbos you put to death. Okay, that's the midas hadin. That's why it's called harilokim. But in the Sanhedrin on the harabayis, it's called harashem yudkevovke, and that's rachamim, because the Sanhedrin is trying to save your life. Sorry. Really? Huh? Sorry. Stewie, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. Can you ask me a question? Go ahead. Shall I ask you a question? Yes. Uh, what's your Hebrew name? Sarah. Sarah. Suri, he said. Oh, Suri, I see. Sarah. Very good, Sarah. Let me ask you a question. What was Moshe's father's name? Um, I don't know. I know his father-in-law. Who's his father-in-law? Yisrael. Oh, where did he live? In Midian. You know where Midian is? Today? Um, near Mitzrayim? 
very far away, two, three hundred miles away. What we call today Saudi Arabia. That's Midian. And um, we know it's that because they weigh them. I'll describe it, how you get there. Anyhow, Moshe's father-in-law. How do you call father-in-law in Hebrew? Um... Um, one second, I know. Achosi? No. Right, Chosen. Um, How do you call his son-in-law? I don't know. Chosan. And the father-in-law, Chosan. And the wedding is called Chasuno. And the family is called Mechutonim. That means it all comes from the word Ches Top Nun. Chosan means you're... you're uh, it's all comes from the word Chasuno. When you marry, you have a father. You, the guy has a, you have a son-in-law, you have a mechutanim, and you have a wedding, a chasana. Very good. Are uh, you still there, sorry? No. Okay. Anybody else? No. Oh, look at this. It must be such a cold day that the cold weather froze up the telephone lines. Maybe that's it. Or maybe people are trying to, who knows, can't they're too cold in the house to turn on the radio or they listen on the computer. But um, let me ask you some more questions. We have a few more minutes, and let me tell you some information, those people who are listening. Moshe went to the Midbar, and he found a sneh, a burning bush. And that's why that place was called Sinai, because of sneh. You know the sneh? It's written, hey, samach nun, hey. He saw a bush, a thorn bush, in the desert. You go to any desert, you see them. It burns, and 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 it didn't burn up. When you, did you ever see a fire in your life? Let's say a house, Chas Shalom is on fire. You see the fire in the living room. You know that 10 minutes later, that, that fire is not in the house? The house is in the fire? Ah. Moshe said, how come there's a fire inside the snare? But snare and then a ukol, but there's no, it doesn't get burned up by the fire. So Hashem told Moshe, this is, this is the cloud Yisrael. They have a lot of fire, sometimes a lot of tzoros, but the last forever. You know why? Because in the middle of the word hasneh, the two middle letters, samach neis, turn them around. Neis. You know why there's a neis of the Jewish people? Because a hay is on one side, and the hay is on the other side. Hashem protects their past and their future. No one can destroy Klal Yisrael. The Spanish tried, the German tried, the Muslim tried, the Shimon and the Babylonians tried, and the and the Romans tried. No one could do it. Hasneh is used mm, five times. If you know what five times 120 is, you call me and tell me what you think that means. Okay, Shimon, you're on the... Yes, I'm sorry. I'm very hoarse, but I would like to tell you a word on Shalashinu Okay. Uh, this is from the Me'or HaShemesh. All right. And he says uh, that what does it mean that they didn't... Uh, speak to, they didn't change their language, they had to speak to the Egyptian, and the Egyptians, yeah. the Egyptians were the taskmasters. Yeah, right. So he uh, says that there's a certain way that a Yid speaks. A Yid speaks different than a Goy. Oh, it's very an good. Kite in, different in, kind in of the talking. Way he speaks. There's no Lushan Hara in his Debor. Yeah, uh, even if he speaks Egyptian, right. Yes, no matter what language it is. It's right. English, Egyptian, Chinese. Very beautiful. There's an What's Edelkite the next in the way a Yid speaks. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Malbush? what he says about the uh, Shaloshinoist. Uh, 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 and, uh, yeah, what about Malbush? The Malbush. Uh, the, the, there's a certain, also, Edelkite in the way Jews dress. No if question about that. What about the Lashonim? Pictures. Excuse me? Huh? Oh, the, uh, uh, Malb
the names were always Jewish names. Yeah, but Rabbeinu Albert is not a Jewish name. This, uh, there were certain reasons uh, they named Alexander. They named, uh, they used the name because it was a car title Alexander. Right, and that's correct. What about Antignos Isoho in Atana? I don't know each, the side of each name. I can't answer you 100% yeah, right. on that. But, but you have very wood that you said, that beautiful voice, that your language. Nobody you calls speak. their kids, if they're Jewish, don't call them uh, Christians. Right, right. You know, I have a Baal Shuva. He calls himself Matthew. I said, is, aren't you? Right. Don't you think so, you should uh, have a Jewish he, name? He, he like has to, he has to uh, enlighten him a little. In the... Right. So I told him, the first Matthew, <laughs> his name was Matisyohu. Why don't you go back to that? <laughs> yes, he said, oh, you know, I never thought right. about that. I said, yeah, because Matthew, you know, you don't want to mention that. You may know who he was. But his name before he became was Matisyohu. So <laughs> what's wrong with Matisyohu? Why do you have to call yourself Matthew? I said, well, I'm in the Gaisha Saviva here. I said, I know, but you know what? Uh, they hate you even with a Jewish Gaisha name. So what's the difference? Might as well get, you know, be proud you're a Yid. Call yourself Matt or Matis but not Matthew. It's, it's a very bad connotation. Uh, we don't want to have that. Okay, very good, Shimon. I thank you for calling. Okay, have a nice evening. Give me a, yes, now we are finished. It is 7 o'clock. Everyone should learn a lot of Torah. That's how you get happy and strong. Everybody, Zeit Gesund, Tehi Bari, and Hitrot.